Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Monday morning. Max, how's it going? It'll be better once the caffeine kicks in. I was, I was telling you guys in the pre-show, uh, I, right before the show, I was going to pour myself another cup of coffee. I was looking for my, my, my coffee mug only to realize that I had yet to have my first cup of coffee. So uh, I'm not going to be uh, too sharp until, you know, the, the fucking can of uh, spinach opens up, Popeye eats it, and I fucking turn into the, the, the ins- insane Mad Max that I usually am once the fucking caffeine hits my bloodstream. So just give it a minute or two and I'll, I'll, be, I'll be normalized. All right. Panther, what's going on? Uh, I'm glad I don't have that problem. You know, sex kitten is the same way. Like I, I can't even call her or talk to her until she's had her second cup of coffee. If I do call, she even like first thing out of her mouth is I haven't had my coffee yet. I was like, I'll call you back. Like, uh, so knowing that about Max, I'll be very careful not to poke the bear. It's a Monday morning. You know, he hasn't had his coffee. So I want to stir the pot or accidentally say anything where, where he might think I'm, I'm poking a, you know, a jab or anything. So uh, good morning, Max. I hope you're doing well. And uh, we get to talk some NFL football. Thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Uh, he's already dealt know, with the Rams grief. Come on. He's okay. You yeah, that was, that was it. Like I, that was, that was a Friday morning thing that I had to fucking deal with that. You no, know, yesterday was just some bad sports bets, you know, which we'll get into, I guess, you know, uh, so for those listeners that I guess are new to our show, uh, not listened to the NFL, uh, for the last couple of years, I've done something that's called Max's Touchdown, which is six points and then either one extra point that I give or multiple extra points, or sometimes I miss the extra point depending <laughs> on on uh, how the week is going. And um, so I'm going to I'm going to bring that back uh, week one touchdown. So these are going to be six points and then uh, maybe an extra point. We're going to start with point number one. We'll call this the end of the preseason. Well, hopefully, hopefully that's the end of the preseason because this week one was was the the preseason, right? Uh, Only one game yesterday, guys. Only one game didn't feature a fumble. That was the Dallas and Tampa Bay game. Six teams yesterday had three or more fumbles. I believe your Chiefs had five, Arch. There's five fucking fumbles from the Chiefs yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it didn't phase them. Yeah, they, could, they, could have been, they might have scored seventy-five. <laughs> yeah, they could have been seventy-five. Uh, but just overall, just you know, watching these games, some sloppy play on uh, on you know on the field in week one. Hopefully, that you know gets a little bit better as week two approaches. Uh, point number two: Is it uh, time to call Jimmy G? Hmm? Is he going to re- get a little phone call there? First quarterback injury domino has fallen. That is one Dak Prescott going to miss several weeks. I think uh, what did I say? Six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks with a hand injury. Dallas, of course, lost Dak in that uh, 19 to three loss to Tom Brady in the Bucks last night. So, you know, again, it's not a season ending thing. But if you remember the last time Dak missed any time, Dallas fell back with the, the red rifle. And that was some uh, disastrous results there. Uh, their backup right now is Cooper Rush. And I think the backup to him is Will Greer. I have no idea who Will Greer is. So a call to Jimmy G might be uh, might be coming, right? Might be unless the Niners not going to pick up the phone because of 
Point number three, Monsoon Trey. I was talking about the rain. I was talking about the rain uh, in New Jersey yesterday. Rain was not uh, nice in Chicago. Panther, it's, it's let up a bit now, right? You're, you're driving the roads of Chicago. It's let up a bit. Uh, I mean, it's still raining, but it's <laughs> it's not it's not terrible. But it's been raining since I started at two this morning. So I, I guess if you had to give Monsoon Trey a grade on his week one performance, it would be an incomplete. Right. He was 13 to 28 for 164 yards. He did not have a touchdown. He threw for an interception. He did run for what? Uh, 54 yards on 13 carries. Comparatively, though, the winning quarterback in the game, Justin Fields, uh, was eight of 17 with two touchdowns and an interception. So, you know, you'd like to give Trey the benefit of the doubt due to the weather. But still, when you replace your veteran quarterback with a guy that you traded a whole bunch of draft picks for, and that's the first performance you see, you have to have a little bit of worry. Just a little bit there. Uh, Point number four, we'll call them nail biters. The Saints barely beat the Falcons yesterday. They won on a game-winning field goal. The Steelers beat the Bengals in overtime with a game-winning field goal. The Eagles, they held on to beat the Lions 38-35. Man, I was, I was hoping for Goff. I was hoping for Goff bot to, to do it, but uh, pick six. Poor Goff. Uh, Browns, they hit a 58-yard field goal to win their game. And everyone in New Jersey, and I'm speaking for everyone, I'm telling you, everyone in New Jersey is talking about the size of Brian Dabble's balls right now. He went for two beat the fucking titans 21 to 20 that was one of my losses on the day so fuck that and of course the colts and the texans panthers favorite thing to happen tied so i guess uh i guess we call that one a nail biter too lots of nail biters in week one point number five so patrick mahomes is back (laughs) that's pretty good uh 30 of 39 360 yards five fucking touchdowns god damn Talking about those five uh, fumbles, you know, uh, Chiefs still beat the Cardinals 44 to 21. Let's remind the listeners that none of us DGens took the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl this season. So place your bets on them right the fuck (laughs) now. Point number six, maybe rename it the Rogers line. Because Kirk Cousins certainly got the better of Aaron yesterday. Kirk was 23 of 32, 277 yards, two TDs, zero interceptions. Rodgers continued his trend of lackadaisical season openers. He was 22 of 34 for 195 yards, no TDs, and one interception. I, th- I believe there was a Jordan Love sighting yesterday as well, guys. I believe that uh, they took uh, MVP out for uh, Jordan Love. Uh, with that bad performance, you know, you know what you got to do there. You know, you're going to take that bet that you just made on the Chiefs, and you're also going to place an MVP bet on Aaron Rodgers right now because I'm sure he'll b- bounce back next week. Vikings absolutely dominated the Packers, uh, which makes sense. Considering the Packers' leading wide receiver, Panther, who was the Packers' leading wide receiver yesterday? I have no idea. Probably Aaron Jones, maybe? It was A.J. Dillon. Running back A.J. Dillon was the leading wide receiver for the Packers. Uh, The Vikings just saw, you know, I don't know what. um, Would you call him a a Randy Moss-esque performance from (laughs) Justin Jefferson? 184 yards, two touchdowns. You're damn sure that uh, Rodgers misses Devontae Adams right the fuck right now. Extra point here. We'll call this Max Back Attack. After the loss yesterday, of course, the uh, another one of my betting losses, the fucking Patriots lost to the Dolphins. Uh, Mac Jones had an x-ray on his back. Now, there is currently no update on the results of his injury. It seems that the x-rays were negative, so it's not like a break or anything like that. But there's you don't know what his status is. But I guess the best update was the one that Bill gave during the press conference last night. When asked if Mac was hurt, Bill said, I haven't been to the training room. Okay. When asked about Mac's performance, he said, there weren't a lot of incomplete passes. 
It's this type of insight that I always crave from the hoodie. Bill, never change. Please, never change. And that is Max's week one NFL touchdown. All right, Panther. You know, I, I used to kind of like piggyback off of Max, but I kind of just, it's going to be a little bit the same, but not the same. I might not always do six or seven points, but uh, it's going to be Panthers points to ponder. This week's title is What Matters? And we'll start with number one, what matters? Preseason matters. Week one, basically, was the end of the preseason, but it's, it's evidence of why maybe coaches should be playing their players during the preseason because, as Max pointed out, we were plagued by turnovers, sacks, missed block opportunities, wrong routes, and just overall bad play. I, I think this all gets figured out over the next two to three weeks, but week one overall, not great football. Number two, depth matters. Injuries. Uh, for me, with the story of week one, Rodgers didn't know who to throw to because Alan Lazard was out. Steelers had to go to their uh, wide receiver, Chase Claypool, logged more carries uh, than any other running back because uh, Najee Harris got injured and Benny Snell didn't suit up as it was. And as Max mentioned, the Cowboys might actually be eliminated from playoff contention with Dak Prescott expected to miss multiple weeks. You guys know how much I, I'm a big fan of depth in basketball. Definitely matters in football. Point number three. Wide receivers matter. Cooper Cup on Thursday, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Michael Pittman, Stephon Diggs, A.J. Brown, etc. Wide receivers put up monster numbers yesterday and Thursday, Cooper, uh, Diggs. There's, uh, we got to find some defensive backs that can cover these guys because these wide receivers, you know, see why some people trap them early in their fantasy drafts. But I just could not help but notice the monster numbers that wide receivers put up yesterday. Number four, kickers matter. <laughs> Holy shit. Many games were won and lost due to kicks yesterday. You know that, that Steelers-Bengals game? There was actually four game-winning opportunities in overtime until they finally got the game winner. Uh, the, the young kid for the Bengals missed two opportunities to win the game. Uh, some teams maybe better serve looking for a field goal kicker, and uh, one game didn't end in a win or a tie uh, because of a field goal kicker, and that was the Colts. Number five, wins matter. The AFC South managed to do the unthinkable. Not one team won a game yesterday, and two of them played each other. Like, what, what are the, what, I wonder what the mathematical Vegas probabilities of that would have been. For those guys, one, uh, to, one, one to one. Yeah, one to one. Uh, and then and here's the other thing. Teams that were expected to be the worst in the league, Chicago, Atlanta, Giants, walked away with wins. Giants, Jags, Texans actually played well enough to win. And so some of those totals that we looked at at preseason – might not go the way that we think they're going to go. Point number six, I think the Chiefs are the only team to actually look ready to play yesterday, as well as the Bills on Thursday, and the Bengals offensively dominated Pittsburgh. Let's not get excited about 17 points. Bengals need to clean up their sacks, the turnovers, and missed field goals, clean that shit up, and they might have scored 40. But they're right there, too, with their offense. But number seven, it's an overreaction. It's week one. Other than the Dak injury and, and the outlook for Dallas, 
I think we shouldn't really take too much away from, you know, one game and one week. The next two to three weeks will give us a better idea of who these teams are. And that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm, I'm, I'm overreacting. I'm planting my flag and saying I've already won the Raiders under. Oh, oh stop come it, on. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Come and on. that offensive well, line did look bad. Carr no, was and he had no time. No time yeah, at all. Three, uh, and three interceptions and they still yeah, they right still there almost, at the end. Yeah, they should yeah. have covered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they, they could have they could have won that game. I mean, again, I think in the final drive it was two fumbles right there. Right, right there in that final drive, I think he fumbled twice, and 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 just uh, fucking awful. Yeah, just some sloppy play overall. And so is, uh, that's why I was like, man, I I was surprised you didn't say the Vikings. I mean, beating Green Bay in Week One, twenty three to seven, like they they Rogers did not look good. Kirk Cousins did look good. I mean, Justin Jefferson is the MVP right now in my my eyes. I mean, sorry, Davis Mills, you you couldn't win the game. If Davis Mills won the game. Davis Mills would be getting my MVP vote right now. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, only a handful of games, uh, a handful of teams looked ready to actually play in week one. This is just, it, and it was, I think, I think we, we even said it is the, uh, the lesser teams. I th- we said it on the Sunday show, the lesser teams, the teams that had maybe quarterback questions or were trying to get personnel, they look better because they played starters in the preseason. So they were actually a little bit better than the teams that went into the year saying, we know who our personnel are, you know? So. Well, one team that did look almost almost ready to play with the Steelers. They looked fantastic in so mm-hmm. many faces mm-hmm. of the football, except quarterback. Yeah. What quarter, do you think quarterback, of there? quarterback was an issue. They, they also, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, um, they, they lost uh, TJ Watt. So, Watt. so Pro- that, probably for the season. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that, um, that probably, I won't say cost him the game, but you, that's a, he's a difference maker, right? If, if you think it just, I'll throw this out there. TJ Watt is essentially like the Aaron Donald, right? Like he's a fucking difference maker. So if they have him out on the field, maybe they do win the game. Maybe, you know, maybe he's that much of a difference maker on defense. So, uh, yeah, TJ Watt losses an injury, but uh, quarterback's going to be a big fucking question mark for that Steelers team. I think that my big takeaway from that game was, I mean, the Steelers played well, but they weren't great. They only put up about 250 yards of offense. The Bengals doubled them. They doubled them in offensive production, yet they had Joe Burrow was sacked again five times, four interceptions. I believe there was a fumble in there, two missed field goals. I mean, the Bengals actually could have punished the Pittsburgh if they actually played a halfway decent game. They cleaned that mess up. Like I said, Cincinnati's right there offensively. They, they were moving the ball at will. Just too many damn mistakes. I wonder if Cincinnati is going to be on the other side of the luck factor. You know, so many of their games were so close last season and everything seemed to go their way and they got the wins. Life in the NFL doesn't always go like that in the next season. You know, things don't always bounce your way again. I wonder if it's going to be tough for them in one score games. Yeah. And now they're now they're playing in a deficit because they're the only team in their division that doesn't have a win. Right. Browns won. Right. Steelers won. And the Ravens won. So, mm. you know, uh, right right now they're already in a one-game deficit. So uh, not so, to say that that's going to mean a, a ton of stuff, but, you know, yeah, if, if the luck does, if the pendulum, uh, you know, luck pendulum starts swinging the other way, then, yeah, that, that could be a problem for them. We it took, could, but they're the, they're the ones that made the most mistakes. I think you even go back and look at the stats for that Ravens game, the Jets outplayed them. Uh, they had over 150 offensive yards more than the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens just took advantage and capitalized when they had scoring opportunities 
Um, I think the Bengals still have the most upside. They just have the most self-destructive turnovers. I, I think the Bengals are fine. It's not like they were going to go 17-0. and 0. We took some flack in the book club. I'm going to single you out, Panther, because I think that's what you said about the Chargers, about our lack of faith in the Chargers. Somebody said, I couldn't believe you guys said Chargers are going to Charger, which that says to me that's Sex Panther. I'm... But they almost did. Yeah, yeah. But they, but they, but but they, they almost did. did. I mean, uh, the, the fact that the, the Raiders were even in that fucking game is indicative of how the Chargers just fucking laissez-faire attitude cost them fucking football games. And it didn't cost it to them yesterday. But I was watching the end of that game because, by the way, you know, I, my, my game, my local game was that Chiefs game, right? And they said, uh, this is out of control. Let's, let's flip it over to a more competitive game. Um, they, uh, yeah, they showed up and had the big plays at the end to, to stop the fucking game-winning drive. But there, were, there was that point where you're looking it's like, well, not this again. You got to remember last year, these teams fucking, all they had to do was tie to get into the playoffs. And uh, the Chargers opted uh, not to, to go for the win. And that fucked them over because then the, the Raiders won. <laughs> And they got into the playoffs and the Chargers didn't. And I got that same vibe. I'm like, well, here we go. And then their, their defense showed up. So, yeah, maybe a little lack of faith in the Chargers. But prove me fucking wrong consistently. Prove uh, the, the fact that the Raiders were in that fucking game is just it shows how the Chargers approach their fucking games. And that has to stop. Put the fucking foot on the jugular. Keep stomping. Keep smashing. Fucking they should have won by double digits easily. It's easy to beat your chest when the scoreboard says, hey, the Chargers won. but. The, the Raiders could have won that game. They just put the ball on the ground. Derek Carr with three interceptions. And yet they were just one drive away from winning that game. Like you tell me a team turns the ball over three times and, and has other you know issues where they put the ball on the ground and, and holding penalties and false starts and all the stuff that they did wrong. And you only lose by five points. I'm not beating my chest. San Diego excuse me, LA uh, should have won that game by two or three scores. All right. There you go. We should probably take a breather here. Yeah. Let's take a quick break. Let's talk about the book club. Lots of guys listening live right now. You can be one of them. If you head over to the book club, all you got to do is use the link in the description or go to the What you'll get is three free days. And if you had the three free days, all you had to do is have those three free days. You probably would have made more money betting NASCAR. Oh, and racing God. Again. Mm, plus seven thousand, I believe. Yeah, yeah, a plus, yeah. They would, a plus seven thousand. It's another monster bet that Steve's going to forget about in a day. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he's going to be on to the next fucking monster yeah. bet that they're going to fucking win on next week. <laughs> and you could have had that plus seven thousand. And I saw the bet ticket. Who who was it in our, in our uh, book club? It was Eggburger. I saw Eggburger's plus seven thousand fucking ticket on. Was it Bubba Wallace? Right. Mm. Well, you could have had access to that if you access the book club. So that's right. Three free days. After that, it's only $25 a month. You can follow these NASCAR bets. You can follow NFL, college football, so much fucking stuff. If you book it over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. 
Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Monday Night Football, or is there anything else we want to talk about week one? We kill that. I think Monday Night Football. Yeah, I think we, we move right. on. We get Monday Night Football. We also get some baseball bets, I think. Right. I, I have baseball bet. Sorry. I have baseball <laughs> bet. Uh, Monday Night Football. All right. Uh, the NFL schedule has wasted no time whatsoever in getting Russell Wilson back to Seattle for his revenge game. Sportsbook public betters. Appear to be very, very high on Russ being in Denver. It's, listen, it's hard to argue that he is not the best quarterback that they've had since Peyton Manning. In fact, I I would probably argue that he is better than the shell of Peyton Manning that led them to their last Super Bowl. But they sacrificed some talent in order to get Russ. So it's going to be interesting to see what he can do without a few elite wide receivers around him like he had in Seattle. And it's going to also be interesting to see how those elite wide receivers do with Geno Smith throwing them the ball. The former Jets cast-off did a decent job of filling in for Russ last season when he was injured. But they uh, they come into the season with the 27th-ranked offensive line. You remember how bad that offensive line was for uh, Seattle over the last few years. They are currently the 27th-ranked coming into the season. And if you look how simu- similar offensive lines performed yesterday, it could be a problem. We, we mentioned some of these already. Uh, the Giants gave up five sacks and eight QB hits. The Raiders gave up six sacks and nine QB hits. The Dolphins gave up three sacks and seven QB hits. So those are the teams that going into the season had offensive lines ranked similar to Seattle. So as elusive as Geno is, he's going to be in for a rough day. Still, it is a Monday night game. It is in Seattle. That place is going to be fucking packed. Going on the road, covering a touchdown is so fucking tough. Mentioned it before, the lesser team showed up yesterday. I think the lesser team has a chance to show up today. I will lean the Seattle Seahawks here. Yeah, I think your wins above replace me here. You know, we don't, Seattle didn't win the last couple of years as it was with Russ so-called cooking. I don't think Geno Smith, we saw him last year. I don't think it's, it's that big of a drop-off. Yes, it's a drop-off, but not that big. He still has two elite receivers and Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. And now, oh, by the way, they have Noah Font, who can catch the ball and maybe help that offensive line shore up some of that pass rush. Got to get some help running the ball. Uh, but I, listen, this is the first game where we actually get to see why Vegas and some people are all over the freaking Broncos. I get it. But I listen, Russell Wilson to me is this is not a Hall of Fame quarterback. This isn't a guy that is going to just show up in Denver and pick him up, put him on his back, and go win 12 or 13 games. I don't see it. 
Monday Night Football in Seattle. The 12th man will be rocking. They will probably greet Russ appropriately. Denver maybe wins, probably wins. I think it's a coin flip. Give me the seven points and the home team, Seahawks. Hmm. We've got ourselves a kiss of death, fellas. Kind of, kind of. I, I, I leaned. I leaned Seattle. Oh, you leaned Seattle. I Seattle. Yeah, no, I like Seattle plus the plus. If you can get the seven, do it. Six and a half. I'm, I'm, I'm still there. I'm just not as confident, but I like the seven. I'm going to put 50 bucks on Seattle to cover the seven. And in real life, I'm going to sprinkle a little money on it, too. Hmm, okay. Well, Iceberg says he likes Denver. So that's what Iceberg is doing. Oh, Chalkberg. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard not to say that Denver doesn't probably win, uh, but, you know, uh, I just, I, I, man, seven is seven is a lot on the road it's Monday night. It's a big kickoff, number of Monday night football. That's what we said about a lot of games yesterday about who was going to win. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's just crazy, though. I mean, how, how many teams actually won by, you know, more than a touchdown? There's only a handful of teams that won by a touchdown yesterday. Uh, and, the, uh, and the dogs played. The dogs absolutely played yesterday. Look, you, you, you got to get rid of this whole idea of good and bad if you want to bet in the NFL. These guys are not that far apart. I know the narratives are always no, no, these, yeah. these. These teams are, are so wildly different. They're not that different. You got to throw that shit out, out of your brain if you want to bet in the NFL. I mean, it wasn't the Bears and Niners game probably the biggest fucking uh, demonstration of that? Yeah, right. The Bears, who who we all had having the worst fucking record in the league. The Niners, who many of us had, not us, but you know, many people had winning the fucking NFC West. That should have been light and day. Well, weather was a great equalizer. Some fucking bad play by quarterback was, you know, shit happens in the fucking NFL. An injury can happen. You could lose Dak Prescott. You, you So, I mean, to me, when you're looking at, you're staring at the barrel of a fucking seven. And now I took the Titans yesterday uh, minus five. I got the Titans minus five. And I looked at that and I'm like. Man, that's stinky as hell. <laughs> the Giants are probably going to fucking cover this one. Oh, they fucking end up winning. And and so, I mean, uh, I agree. I You know, uh, the, the difference between a bad team and a, and a good team in the NFL, quote unquote, not that much. Now, there's elite teams, right? There's these great fucking teams that just, I mean, you know, I get it. You, you have the star quarterback. You got the fucking Patrick Mahomes. You got the MVP Aaron Rodgers. Teams, teams don't have that. So I get it, you know, but shit happens shit happens uh, you know we're, we're saying uh, all about luck factor right all these fucking things have to go right penalties is the fucking is is there a, a fucking offensive lineman that just has fucking jock itch and keeps fucking just moving at the fucking offensive line you don't fucking know that stuff you know god damn all right nardog saying denver to win seattle to cover i like that's yeah. i think that's accurate yep yeah yep yeah. Game-winning field goal. Uh, field goal kicker. There you yeah. go. <laughs> All right. Uh, baseball? Baseball. Oh, baseball? You got All it. All right. I, I just got the one. Uh, you know, I refuse to mention the name. I'm not going to mention the name of the pitcher for the Angels today. I'm just not going to do it. Because I, I, I don't know how my words actually affect him. So instead, I'm going to say this. The spelling of Connor with a K is a very interesting choice. And the Cleveland pitcher who's Connor with a K, has not lived up to his name since he hasn't had a lot of Ks this year on his resume. The Guardians have won four or five, returning home after their successful road trip. Still two and a half games above, not Minnesota, 
Chicago mm. in the AL Central. Red I'm hot. just saying. They're, they're above Chicago. Uh, Anaheim has played much better as of late, but they are coming off of that absolute ass-whipping at the hands of the Astros yesterday. Still, Angels pretty good road team, and Cleveland only three games above 500 at home this year. So I think that there's enough value. I think – what's the plus line I'm getting on the Anaheim Angels of Anaheim, California? What's plus 120? Oh, no, no, no. It's plus 105. Oh, Okay, so technically speaking, I should not be betting this because it is outside my implied probability. I don't have any other fucking bets on the day, so I will still do it. $10 bet on the Angels. Uh, I will say the words that you will not echo, but uh, Reed Detmers, last time out, got lit the fuck up to the tune of an 8.1 ERA. He did have that no-hitter, and I think that's why everybody remembers. Reed Detmers, no-hitter. But he's really been a mediocre pitcher all season long. Uh, he's going against Pilkington, who, you know, may or may not get the five innings. Like, sometimes he – I don't even know if it's even a pitch count or score or whatever, but he's kind of like a long reliever opener kind of thing. Uh, but what it comes down to me, I don't think the pitching matters here. I think it's kind of a wash, a coin flip. The Angels have the two best players in the game. They've got Otani, and they've got Trout, and they're still playing, and that's enough for me to, to take the Angels. So I had it at 115, but you're down to 105, you say. That just means Vegas agrees. Give me the boys from Anaheim for 10 bucks. I am squeezing this uh, squeezing this as hard as I can. I got you a plus 107. So. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Appreciate that. Yeah. God damn it. Give me those two cents. Yeah, at the <laughs> minus 116, I'm leaning the Cleveland Guardians, man. Damn, that's close. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to tap out of this one. All right. You know, there was one more that I really wanted to bet, and that's the next one on the board, but I, I, I bailed out because it's the fucking Pirates. Uh, Panther, are you on that Pirates-Reds game? I am on the Pirates-Reds game. Just not on the side the, that I was on. You're going to be on the Reds. Well, I'm going to be on the Reds, but it, it's because both these pitchers suck. You know, Bryce Wilson sucks, Mike Miner sucks, but the Reds have outscored well, the Pirates listen, by 100 Mike runs. Had three what? good games in a row, Panther. I mean, Mike, well, Mike see, don't discredit Mike Miner. <laughs> Well, for the season, he sucked. But the Reds have outscored the Pirates by 100 runs over the course of the season. They've just got the better offense. Uh, I, I think the Reds can win this game at home. Although, full disclosure, both these games that we're betting on, they're both in Ohio. Very likely, they could get rained out. Uh, so there is that factor as well. But, uh, yeah, I am on the Reds. I'm putting 10 bucks on the Queen City Reds. Yeah, you know where I'm at. I'm, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I like the Pirates in this one. And uh, uh, Iceberg, is also, he's, he's actually a Pittsburgh money line, so he's, he's on the Pirates. Yeah. I like the Reds with you, man. Minus 131. And minus 134 doesn't change. Oh, I like them. Uh, give me uh, the Reds and the former Royal, Mike Miner. 15 bucks. That's it. That's it. Two games. It's a, it's a shit show of games today. We are going to Queens. The Cubs are mm. plus 260 <laughs> against the Metropolitans, who are currently minus 275. Ah, damn. Give me the Cubbies. You know it. Give me the Cubbies. 15 bucks. How can you not? I mean, now the Mets have managed to salvage uh, their series, and, and you know they lost that first one to Miami, and then came out and won the, the following two. Uh, they have an opportunity. I think they are a game and a half up on Atlanta right now. Uh, Atlanta's out in San Francisco, of course. Uh, so, you know, winnable, winnable series. But being on the West Coast trying to win against a team like San Francisco as opposed to, you know, Chicago coming into town. You'd like to say that it favors the Mets, but I mean, the Mets are capable of fucking anything in September, right? I mean, like, really, this is 
this is uh, I I almost fucking did this. I haven't bet a Mets game all fucking season. And I looked at you get plus two sixty. Are you fucking crazy? Like uh, Bassett's good. He's a good fucking pitcher. It's not Jacob Degrom out there. Yeah, I'll lean the Cubs with you. I almost bet it. I, the, the value's clearly there. You're not going to take the Mets at minus 300, but uh, the Cubs have lost four of their last five. Their offense is kind of, they've got some injuries. I do like this kid, Asadi pretty well in the, the one game he, he did pitch. I expect it to be lower scoring. I, I wonder if you Fifty or more. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like buying the four and ten and craps. Yeah, I mean, like, are you are you ahead? But just this is just like a blind dumb bet. Just do it. It's it's lottery ticket. I, I I'm on board. Uh, I'll lean the, the Cubbies. All right, that's really all I have. Was that, that one jumped out at me big time? Mm-hmm. So Max, uh, how are the comments in the book club? Comments, yeah, comment comments. Uh, Ramon likes Anaheim, Pittsburgh, and Toronto. Um, uh, Iceberg, of course, he likes uh, Pittsburgh, and he's he's on with the Anaheim money line as well. So uh, there you go, he's he's there. And uh, Iceberg also saying Toronto should win. So uh, yeah, they should. There you go. Um, yeah, not not a huge slate of games today. I guess we'll have we'll be back to normal tomorrow. But I mean, you know, eyes on Monday Night Football tonight. That's for sure. And now it's a normal fucking like what is it? ESPN, right? It's it's a is I don't have to go to like fucking Hulu and then from Hulu like jump over to Peacock and from Peacock like you know type into like MySpace to watch it. Like I mean, like we, it's just normal fucking game, right? You're right. No, you you you're fine. You you go to Hulu, you buy the AutoZone add-on, and then you get to watch it. Oh, okay, great, great, great. Get in the zone, right? Uh, the red zone, right? Uh, red zone channel, by the way, guys. Right. I mean, it's the greatest thing humanity. You know, uh, listen, listen, listen. I mean, air conditioner one, right? <laughs> air conditioner one. Red zone channel two. Like, I mean, it's 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 neck and neck. It really, really fucking is. It's, it's amazing. Uh, that's it for the comments. What did we talk about today? We talked about NFL Week One, mostly Sunday. Talking about. We made our bets on Monday Night Football, and we sprinkled on some MLB, Max. That is it. That is it. Let us know anything about our picks, your picks, anyways. Picks over on Twitter, at BettingAbsolute, no matter where you listen to Please, highest rating, con, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panthers takes home. I only got the fucking Angels, so you're throwing the Angels in. Well, you got the Angels. Uh, okay, have you... Have you- Drunk some coffee, you feeling better? I, I, you, I don't want this feel, to feel like feel I'm throwing shade. No, 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 you can feel it now, right? I mean, you, you can see that. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're talking faster. Show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just wanted to point out our new addition, Phil, on the Saturday show, uh, one for one on the three-team parlay. So we we did check that out. Uh, Got to welcome two new members, Old Sport and RJ Spray joined over the weekend, joined the book club. So welcome to you guys for getting in there and doing the degeneracy with us. Time to get out of here with our degenerate parlay. We got the Angels from Max. Arch, who you like? Seattle Seahawks. Plus uh, Seattle. It's basically going to be a Panther parlay then because uh, that leaves me with the Cincinnati Reds. It's all three of my bets. So I hope you guys are right because that makes me right. That is your degenerate parlay, and we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, but mostly it is the book club. Get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We will holler right back, but most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend. Fuck you, Notre Dame. What you doing tonight, and when it's, when it's all said, Doug, kids, that's all. Make some money, fools. You missing Ian Book right about now? Oh, Jesus Christ. 
Uh, fortunately, fortunately, unlike Dallas, we are better now that our starter's injured, and they'll bring in Chris Pine, and we actually should be better this week. Captain Kirk? Uh, no, Chris Pine. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.